Nurse's Station. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hi, everybody. It's Kat. And you're here. You're on the elevator. You're going all the way up to the 10th floor in General Hospital. And when you get out of the elevator, you're going to look to the right. And you're going to see the Nurse's Station, which is still relatively unoccupied. And if you look to the left, nearby the Nurse's Station, you see Terry Randolph. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> she's running that uh, people didn't see the visual running she's running yeah. Yeah. that's what it sounds like when terry randolph runs down the the, the <laughs> hospital you know <laughs> biz 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 i've got a problem <laughs> You've got a problem. See, at first, I thought I was going to run up and tell you that, that Brit is leaving for a while, and I don't know what I'm going to do handling all of this responsibility on my own. But really, I <laughs> ran down this hallway to come find you to tell you that your dad called. <laughs> um, and you should probably call him back. That is weird, huh? <laughs> That's a little weird. And what's even weirder is, you know... Jeff Weber hasn't been yeah. on General Hospital in decades. They have spoke his name occasionally, but they they have not spoke his name as much as they did just then. So 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 what do we get? Are we gonna get a voicemail of old Angus MacGyver, of a, a, a voiceover of Richard Dean Anderson? Right? <laughs> that was so long ago, Matt. That was before all his other stuff. I know, I know. It was before he was a superstar. It was before he was uh, Colonel Jack O'Neill on Stargate SG-1. I, I know, I know. Yeah, before all that. I don't know what you're doing. I recently saw a picture of him. Of course, you know, a lot of these magazines or whatever, publications, they don't want you to see a good picture of him. Is it him standing uh, next to his car trying to figure out how to get it started? Yes. <laughs> And he looks pretty raggedy. He's like 70. Okay, come on. He, Richard yeah. Dean Anderson is not a young man. I guess not. I'm sure he's, he's older than you. That's, your, that's always your comparison. I know, right? I'm going to find out for sure, though. I think, he, I think he might be a little bit older than me, but not too much. And uh, um, He's very much older than you. He's 71 years old. He looked like a really young dude for a long time. He sure did. He sure, 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 sure did. Uh, yeah, no, I've seen the picture of Richard Dean Anderson standing next to his car, and the caption is, MacGyver can't figure it out anymore. Ah, <laughs> you know? But yeah, he just he just looks 71. What what happened was he retired from television. He he stopped doing Stargate SG-1 t over 10 years ago now, which was his last main major role that he was doing. Um, and he left that show before the series had even ended because he wanted to stop being away from his family so much. He wanted to be with his grandkids. He wanted to just mm -hmm. chill. Mm -hmm. And uh, when an actor stops pursuing roles, they stop dieting. They stop exercising. Yeah. They stop trying to hold yeah. that camera look and they just start living their real lives. So I don't know. I mean, RDA is not up to anything, but I have seen some uh, some interviews with him in recent years, and it seems like he's not quite all there anymore. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So we'll have hmm. to see. Well, perhaps. I mean, it's just was out of left field. It's out of nowhere. It's out of nowhere that they brought him up. So it's got to mean something. It does. It does. And I hope that that means that, uh, you know, maybe we'll get a recast. We'll get a different Jeff Weber or something coming through. We're going to see some of that. And what they need to do is make the story about how Elizabeth hasn't heard from them in 15 years. Yeah, I think they should. And you can tell by her response, she has a lot of baggage. She does not. It does not her seem. Father. It does. Uh, now, I don't know how much of this is actually played on the on the air over the last 20 years that Elizabeth has been on the show. But it does not seem as though she's got a great relationship with her mother and her father. No. And it seems he's like... He's always spoke of them in a distant manner. Yeah. And uh, the, so like the main parental relationship, the main mentor within the family that she dealt with was her grandma. Yes. But her grandma did Audrey, right? Her no, not Audrey. Yeah. Was Audrey. it Audrey? Yeah. Audrey. Okay. Yeah. Audrey's her grandma. Who's Call technically grandma. still kicking it in Port Charles. Call her Graham. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. she called her. And she, um, Graham was often responsible for taking care of the kids when Elizabeth was on screen without them. Yes. Yeah. She referred to a lot. But not as the Even, kids got older. Right. 
as the kids got older, not so much, but when the kids were very small, yes, she referred to Graham constantly, even though she hadn't been on the show mm-hmm. a, lot, a while. Yeah, so maybe we're going to get some fun Weber drama coming, you know? Well, we got we got the Quartermains waking up, we got the Cassidines waking up, now it's time for the Webbers to wake up. I, I agree, and I don't think there's enough Webbers. So, there, I, I mean, like no, no, I mean, let's see, there's there's Elizabeth, and there's Cameron, Aiden, and that's pretty much it. Dan, not Danny, Danny, Danny's the other or one. Laura. Yeah, okay, Laura works. Mm-hmm. See, that's the fun of Laura, because Laura can dance in a Corinthos storyline, a Quartermain storyline, a Cassidine storyline. I mean, mm-hmm. not so much Quartermain. She, she's, she's not as tied to the Quartermains as, as the other families. No. She's been never been married to one. That's the main thing. Which is interesting. <laughs> they were too busy with other people. They were too busy marrying cops and detectives. Other mm-hmm. doctors and surgeons. Mm-hmm. Not Laura. Laura, I don't even know. Like, what, what can we describe Laura as? She's not, she's not an artist. She's not a dealer. She's not a salesperson. She's not a, not a businesswoman. She's not a lawyer. I guess politician is the closest thing that we got right now. But right now... You know, before then, what was she? Uh, before that, she used to do a lot of community service stuff. So she kind of always been the, sort of a politician to a degree. Yeah, and she was on the board of the hospital before she became the mayor. Right, right, right. So, right. but but she's never not other than like maybe maybe technically owning Kelly's or something like that. Laura's job, her career, really has never been a major focus for her. She's been a family character. Yeah. She's been a family character, and an, and when she was a younger person, an adventurer, an adventure, yes, yeah. an adventure, adventure. character. Mm-hmm. Well, while we're talking about adventures, let's talk about Sam for a moment, okay? Because okay. people running around going, Sam, 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 Sam needs to get out of that house and go on an adventure. I miss Sam being Sam on the road, detecting, trying to uncover evil and save lives. This is the Sam that I miss, and the Sam that they're getting. And yet they're still unhappy that she's on an adventure with Dante and not somebody else. Oh, because well, Jason's there now. Jason um, is there now. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've enjoyed Sam being back on an adventure. I like yeah. it. And I like that she's Dante. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's, I, I think I it's a great pairing. I think it's a great pairing. I think it's fine. They're so, they're good together, okay? Just forget the familial ties for a moment and just focus on the chemistry. It's good TV. It is. Yeah. It is. And it seems like um, Kelly seems to be enjoying herself more. I'm sure there's a lot more fun to be had when you're developing new relationships and going off on adventures and trying to find the, the dead father of your child who's dead again. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fell in the ocean. It's a fell. It fell. <laughs> That's a long drop. I know. Right, nobody falls like off this, of this bridge. It looks like like a little tiny bridge you see over a creek at the park. Except, but it's supposed to. Be- <laughs> but except what it's over is hundreds and hundreds of feet, just narrow. Yep. Just really narrow. Hey, you know, whatever <laughs> they 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 did their best. They they put up a new set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is they're they're working within their means. And doing their best to hope that you can just suspend disbelief long enough to accept the story as what it's being played out as. I loved it. I thought it was great. Listen, they I gave us they it. gave us a couple of th- okay. So where they weren't able to completely simulate a five hundred foot cliff drop, okay, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. You'd have to go to an actual real location that's not in Los Angeles for something like that. Mm-hmm. But what they did give us was they got a they got they gave us squib packets, which is good. All right. Mm-hmm. Those are the little little explosives underneath people's clothes that when they get shot, it it pops out and puts a little hole in it and such. So we got that for Valentine. Yeah, and with and that, we got that. We, we yes, got that yes. we got too. that for Drew too. So we got that with Valentine with one, which goes to show that that was a high caliber bullet blasting right through him. Now because it was a I through know. and through, his chances of survival are high. Though they did say that there was some fragmentation inside of his body. I think there's going to be, I think he'll have be paralyzed or something. Well, here's the problem. The, the science doesn't exactly line up because I've watched a lot of CSI and that's not exactly the wound that they depicted when he got shot, but that's all right. Okay. We're going to step True, off of science when it comes um, to GH. It was like 
right underneath his breast, right? On yeah, his yeah. side? Yeah, so it, the, the yeah. position that they placed the wound on his body, at least the explosion part, um, when he got shot, was underneath his rib cage, which means that the bullet went through all of that soft tissue and didn't have anything to ricochet off of inside of his body to chip and to splinter. Okay. So, scientifically, this is wrong. But it's GH, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and forgive it. Um, but yeah, he, he was shot to heck. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And then yeah. Drew got the three t -t -t right in the chest, right? And then he falls over the thing. Yeah. And uh, I think what you said earlier mm -hmm. when we were texting each other, I mm -hmm. think you're right. I think he probably does have kind of some kind of bullet thing on. He did. did, did, you, did you did you not did you not see him alive? Yeah, I, I did. But... Okay. Yeah, that's that's why he's okay because he had a bullet a, a vest on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so he had been he activated the whole time. Where did he get it from? He'd then? been activated the whole time. He went and he shot oh. up Anna and Robert, and they didn't turn it off. He was just continuing to play the mind-controlled role. Just nobody realized it. So oh. his his jumping Peter, or maybe maybe it did come down, and Peter pulled out the card when when Drew jumped him, and that's why they didn't show that fight. Mm -hmm. So I imagine Peter pulls out the card and says, "Hey, take this, take this, take that. This is what we're gonna gonna go do." Go pretend mm -hmm. to get out of here with Valentine. I'm going to come up. I'm going to shoot y'all. You're going to be okay because you're wearing this bulletproof vest that I just gave you. And then we're going to go and kill Obrecht. We're going to pump her full of poison and leave her on the road. <laughs> I mean, that, that looks to me like what happened. She had all those purple veins on her, on her neck, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Good times. So Britt will have to come across her. Britt and Jason, I guess. I don't know. I guess, the, will the four of them be working together? I think they will be. And does that mean we're going to trade partners? Does uh, Is Britt and Sam... Excuse me. That, that's the, not the swap that I was actually going for. Is Britt and Dante going to run off and Jason and Sam are going to rekindle their love? Um, They would sure make the, a lot of the fans happy. I don't know, though. I think they should be... I think they should be apart a little bit longer. I think so, too. And, um, and you know, Sam is off on this adventure again and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's important to understand her motivations for this particular adventure. So before she ran off and tried to save Jason from Brit at the Canadian border, they pretty much told her to take a bus home and leave him alone. Yeah. Because she was trying to get back into what she said, I don't want to do anymore. And they said, you said you don't want to do this anymore. Get out. Mm -hmm. This time around. She's not trying to save Jason or going on an adventure for adventure's sake or sitting around going, man, I'm bored. Let me go stir some pots somewhere in d d mm -hmm. Morocco, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, she is trying to find her child's father. And that there is a pretty personal reason to go out and try to do something. Yes. Very motivational yeah. for Sam. And it's not about her and finding her love and Drew didn't deserve this. It's Scout needs her dad. If he's alive, I'm going to go get him. Jason hasn't spoken so much about it, but I think Jason wants to be there too because it is his brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a little softness in that conversation. And, yeah, and Jason is a little um, from when from when Drew was gone to today's Jason. He is different. And um, Jason desperately wants to get out of Port Charles for a little while as well. I have never in my entire life seen Jason come downstairs to see Sonny and Carly kissing and go, Ooh, this is awkward for me. Yeah. Like, like his body language was so not Jason. Yeah. Which just goes to show how uncomfortable the situation is for this guy. Yeah. Listen, all right, all right, let's, let's, let's pull it apart. Let's analyze Jason Morgan. All right. We've talked a lot about C, the C word, Carly, <laughs> you know, we talked a lot about her. We talked a lot about Sonny Mike, Mike Sonny. You don't like Carly, Matt. It's a, it's a, it, people don't like Carly, so I like to I like to play play to that. I want people to listen to us because they think that we agree oh, okay. by saying things like that c word, the c word, Carly, which I mean Carly, no, nothing else. Yeah, I know. But, you, know. <laughs> you say it that way, where it would be noticed. Um. <laughs> um. Uh, but uh, so we talked about we would talk about Sonny and Mike Mike Sonny. We've talked about the C word quite a bit, but we have not really analyzed Jason Morgan. And we're going to do that right yeah. here, right now on the tenth floor. Are you ready? Yeah. 
Jason right. Morgan does not want things to go back to normal. He just feels like things have to go back to normal because he's Jason. And in his brain, things are very, very, very square and rigid. And things fit into these categories. Yes. And what happened was Carly is filling two categories for Jason and he doesn't know what to do about it. He can't just turn off the love that they activated while Sonny was gone. Because it's that deep one, that deep one that they've carried their whole lives and never really felt like they could touch. And then they did. Mm. It wasn't as analyzed as deeply as we wanted it to be before Sonny came back, but that's what happened. So, mm. Jason does not know his place in this anymore. He constantly says we just need things to go back to normal. He did not sacrifice his relationship with Carly because Sonny is back. He went, oh, Sonny's back. She's not mine anymore. Yeah, that is. That like, is. The, 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 and, it, and, it's, and it's not due to his own lack of desire. Oh, man, oh, God, I've just been saved. Or, oh, good. Whew, that was so close. I almost started a life I didn't really want. Uh-huh. It's more, oh, no, I almost started the life I've actually wanted this entire time, but the original dude is back. What am I going to do? I'm the most loyal person in the world to Sonny. I'm not going to just take his lady. No, of course not. Even though he wants to. So he needs to get the heck out of there, all right? That's why That's why Jason came downstairs and went, Woo! like almost a three stooge down there. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, I think he was very happy to go to Greece. Very much so. Very much so. And then, you know, he and then both he and Carly are like, hey, Britt, you know, I need to just forgive and forget. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You just were on pause for a little bit while he did this thing. And I just absolutely love how Britt's pretty much like, okay, well, daughter of two criminal masterminds. I know that this was more than you what you were saying. I'm not an idiot. Goodbye. Peace. Mm-hmm. Now, is she going to swing back around? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why they're in That's why they're in Creed, right? Yep. And if he gives her any indication that there is a possibility that he really wants, you know, he's she's still flipping his switch, she will be receptive because she's already giving him dull eyes when he's talking and well, stuff. Well, you know. They fell you hard. Know, they fell fast. Yeah. So absolutely. If, if they... Britt will be ready for it, for sure. She, I hope so. She, he turned her on, okay? He just turns her on. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. He does. So I mean, I mean, they, they just arrived in Crete. They just, they just starting to figure it out. They're starting to share information. Now they're going to go run off into mm-hmm. the wilderness together. I guess as a as a quadruple. Well, I agree with you. Everything you said about Jason. However. What I also think about him is I think he's able to get past his emotional needs and he's able to put things in the past pretty quickly and not, even though he won't forget about it, he doesn't dwell very long. He's he's, he's the master at being detached. Yes, he is. Hey, son, you need to detach yourself from this. Okay. (laughs) I am detached now. Yeah. He does detach very easily. Yeah. I think Jason does. So, yeah. you know, even though he's feeling all that right now, I could, I, I don't see them playing him just loving Carly from afar. That's no, just not, not, not for a long time. Uh, I yeah. imagine Sonny and Carly are going to have to split up first before that whole Jason thing is reawoken. Yes. Because here, here's the thing, all right? You're, you you want to talk about some subtleties. You can really get those subtleties from Carly right now when it comes to Mike. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be... A, so Carly feels so bad and Jason feels so bad about um, about their feelings for each other. And they've been clear with Sonny that it's indeed that's what it was, even though that's not what it is today. But that is what it was. And, um, you know, he's kind of guilt tripped him a little bit, too. Well, yeah, you can't just turn on and off these sorts of things, man. You know, he's guilt tripped him a little bit. And um, they're going to be pissed when they find out that he and Nina had a big story that they, they didn't know about. Oh, oh, so you had a love affair, too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. And they definitely... so they're going to be pissed at him about him casting stones. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to see all of that shakes out. That's probably exactly right. Mm-hmm. Things are going to be fine up until the point Carly figures out that there was some romance 
in Nixon Falls as well. Now, who is going to spill those beans, though? Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Ava will if it's it's to her advantage. (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) because Mike is dealing with with, with Ava now, not Sonny. Mm-hmm. So, like, much to her surprise and shock. It's like, yeah, you know, I mean, we shared custody. I don't think so, but I think that you you could you could you could you could you 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 could you could you could you could you hit the record player. You could spend some more time with her. I think we can expand your visitation rights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sunny, sunny, sunny. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's Michael Corinthos yeah. as well, okay? Mike is just as valid of a name. Sonny ha- is not connected has- to any of his real names. It's a nickname. No. no, if you get right down to it, Mike no. is his real name. Sonny was probably something that first mob boss who hired him for the first time to go sell um, crack cocaine on the New York street corner or whatever it is that he started off with. It was like, come here, Sonny. Get over here, Sonny. I... I bet you somebody on Twitter that, knows. He was given that name early, and it might have something to do with that awful stepfather he had. He had an awful stepfather, mm-hmm. which is Rick's father, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, his half brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was an awful man. He was abusive, and I think he gave him that name of Sonny. And then it took him. I don't know. I, I took the name Sonny that used mind. to. I took the name Sonny that used to strike fear in my heart, and I used it. I used to distract the fear in other people's hearts. I wish people could see my sunny face when I try to do that impression, too, because it is, it's nothing like what he does, and it's great. <laughs> no. It's a little exaggerated. <laughs> it's how these things go. Well, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a web there, isn't it? Between the three of them. Yes, it absolutely there's is. There's a web there. Is. And uh, with Nina, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a web there. And then there's Ava. You know, she's on the outside. Don't tell me what to say. They Don't better. All tell of them. Me what to do. All of them. She has really has an advantage right now when it comes to parenthesis she really does she's got um, them by the testiculars she, she does and she could she could uh you know triple um she could she could just trip she could just get them all you know <laughs> i mean she's not she time. really likes them but well i mean yeah. the corinthos is i guess not the the cassidines she enjoys the cassidines she don't yeah. want to drop no nicholas but she sure can no, she really wreak, wreak some habit in the in the in the Cassidy house or in the uh, the Corinthos yeah, house. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she could blackmail all the Corinthoses at the same time for the same for the same thing <laughs> in different capacities. Well, I but mean, she, uh, would, she can blackmail all of them. I mean, she can hit. I mean, uh, 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 Michael, you had her arrested. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, uh, it's it's fun. It's 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 fun and it's interesting to me being in this world of General Hospital that the real world is starting to sprinkle and ebb its way into to a degree, especially when it comes to the PCPD and politics. Hmm. So last year, um, well, not even last year, uh, six months ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what month of 2021 Alexis went to jail, but she's been in jail for at least a calendar year. Has she? I don't know. I don't know if it's been that long, but she's been I don't in jail think it's for a been while. A year, but it's been it's at least since the beginning of summer, right? It, yeah, it's at been it's, it's been a long while. That it is has, for sure. Been. And she's been in two prisons. You got to remember that. She started off in um, the main one and was there for yeah, a little while. Pentonville. Yeah, Pentonville. She was there in Pentonville for a little while. Jason went through there, got stabbed, did it, did it. All of that kind of stuff happened when Alexis yeah. was there. Um, yeah. So the end of the Cyrus Renault storyline happened with Alexis in jail. Um, then she got transferred and such. And, and she's been in prison storylines and such so they started off with the whole race thing with the with the bad judge yep then they shifted over into um how monstrous is monster 
if they are no longer able to do anything. Just because his brain might still be depended and his body does not react to his brain anymore, is he still a monster? Which is kind of the question that they brought up about Ryan. How could he be here? He's not dangerous anymore. You can't know that. Yes, we can look at him. He's responsible for this Spencer stuff. No, he had nothing to do with it that we know about yet. We know about yet. But he probably has nothing to do with it. He probably, I gosh, I don't, I don't know. So it's this, it's this fun little subtle exploration. There's so much backstory for Esme that we don't know about, and I think a lot there's going to be some kind of tie to the Collins in some way. A thousand percent, a hundred thousand percent, there's going to be some sort of tie to the Collinses, Um, but I don't think it's going to be one of support or mentorship or I taught you everything that you needed to know in order to do this or or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Because Ryan is scared of her. You can, you got to give it to John Lindstrom with his ability to pull off Ryan. Much better than Kevin. Okay, Kevin is lame, but I think he might meant to meant to be be. I think he might be meant to be lame. I I don't know. He's meant to be dry. He's meant to be dry. Well, he's, he's very dry. dry. He's very dry. He's meant to be dry. But you're right. His when he's it's a, it's like it's like John has something to really get his teeth into when mm-hmm. he's playing right. Right, and so there's 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 a lot more that that he can give as Ryan, I think, especially when you're limited, when you're stuck in a chair. And uh, Jeannie Francis can, I'm sure, I'm sure, do a whole a class on acting without your body. Yeah, because she you was know, all locked in as well. She, but her on camera locked in was from the back without her actually there a lot, <laughs> a lot. Well, she was able to recapture it last year. Um, yep. <laughs> so, uh, so, so because, because you could see that Ryan was afraid of Esme or at least heavily alarmed by Esme's presence. Yeah. Just and surprised to see her. Just, just in, in, in the fact that they spent so much time talking about how he can communicate with his eyes and they kept on showing him blink once, which means no, it has to be mm-hmm. purposeful. You don't not. Okay. It's GH. Sometimes you don't pay attention to those such things, but a good TV show pays attention to such things. And... Well, what was what was interesting to me about it, and um, good for you, Johnny, you were able to pull this off with limited things you could do. <laughs> but he looks scared. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He genuinely looks scared. Yes. So I do not think that this is going to be a sympathetic thing where we find out that Ryan was actually behind it the whole time pulling Esme's strings. I think that this is completely independent of Ryan Chamberlain and Kevin Collins, other than some sort of familial tie that they don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that is fun for me, and and, and continues to, to dive into that exploration of what's a monster. Is it, is it the mind of somebody, the actions of somebody? If they can no longer take action, are they still monstrous? And that is kind of the question that they've raised quietly throughout this thing, especially when it comes to Harmony. I know what he's done, but I know that he can't do that stuff anymore. I have a job to do. I'm not going to mistreat him because he thinks like a bad person, but can't do bad person stuff anymore. Yeah. So it's that is point. fun. You know, there, there really yeah. can be some depth in this daytime stuff. If people just, <laughs> yeah. it, people just, you know, listen to it and appreciate it. So... Mm-hmm. You know, and then, uh, and then, and then, so we got all that stuff when it comes to race stuff, and we got what's a monster if they can't be a monster, and now you've got Michael showing the danger of rich people and their donations. Yeah, yeah, you know that is very, um, that's very quartermain of Michael. So anytime they say, "Don't worry, I've got it." Or a couple of weeks later, we find out that the prosecutor has dropped the charges on the quarter main for this, that, or the other reason. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. They just haven't shown the phone call conversation. Yes. They showed this phone call conversation. Yes. I'm really interested in everything that you're doing out there in Pennsylvania. I would like to yeah. donate to your campaign, but what's holding me back is there is a crime that hasn't been prosecuted yet. In your jersey? Shady. Shady, especially. Especially since Nina did not perform any sort of identity theft. Right. This is why I see... I this Now, it's underhanded as can be what Michael has done, okay? Mm-hmm. Underhanded as can be. I'm not condoning it. 
but I absolutely know the reason why from the loss of his father, but the, and he honed in on it this week and spoke of it. Mm -hmm. She let my mother be in danger as well Mm -hmm. as my dad being gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She allowed my mother to be always possibly physically harmed in a way that she wasn't before. Put her at risk. Agree and disagree with you, Michael Corinthos. But that's, I think that's what really has fueled him because he, he, he said that this week. Yeah. 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 I, I like, I can see how he can come to that conclusion because it's correct and it's incorrect. Did Nina leave the door open for danger? Yes, because she did not tell Sonny who he really was. Did she make Carly's decisions for her? No. No. Carly put herself at the head of the family. Carly went to those meetings. Nina did not make those choices for her. Carly could have chosen to not to do that. But it's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, it's Carly. Carly put herself in that predicament. Absolutely. However... Just having Sonny gone, regardless of what she wound up doing, would make her a little more vulnerable. Yes. And um, Nina did not consider that. No. And they talked about how Nina didn't consider that when Jax came back to town knowing that Sonny was alive. Because she's like, he's happy here. Look how much better life is for Mike rather than Sonny. Like, this is so much better for him. He's safe. He's not worried about things. He doesn't think he's going to die every week. This is good for him. And Jax's response was, great for Sonny. But poor Charles is falling apart without Sonny Corinthos. Mm-hmm. She literally did not consider. And since she was well, out of town for so long, genuinely spending most of this nine months with him in Nixon Falls, she wasn't able to really see it herself. No, and I absolutely know why. I just cannot stand me some Nina right now. I understand. I understand. But she committed no identity fraud. She did not take any Sonny Corinthos money and spend it on his behalf. No, she did not. You are not legally required to, unless you are working for the school system or the government in some way, you are not legally required to report a crime. You're not legally required to report that you have seen a missing person. You are not legally required to do anything nice for anybody. (laughs) You aren't. Well, that's unfortunate. But anyway... You know, um, you, you're, you're just not. It's not up to you. It is up to yeah. law enforcement. It's up to the government. It is not up to the individual citizen to see something and say something. Should you? Yeah. Yes. It would be the right thing to do. Is it, is it the honorable thing to do? A hundred percent. It would be the honorable oh, thing to go, hey, I by the way, Carly, your, son, your, 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 your husband is here. But she doesn't well, have I, to. I don't think that Michael is doing this. And regarding thinking that Nina's going to go to jail, I think he's just trying to give her a good taste of hell. Put her through something. Uh, this is also, folks, 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 I, I got to talk to you, Michael, and you, Carly, okay? <laughs> this is Nina Reeves we're talking about. Do you really think that she's had a good life up to this point? A happy life up to this point? A life in which she hasn't suffered in some way up to this point? Do you really need to get revenge on someone that already knows what it's like to lose everything? They'll get there. <laughs> I, I, it's probably going to uh, wind up being Sunny going, it's just it's time to let him go. Just just move on. Or somehow, some way, Nina's going to do something to redeem herself in some way. Something's, mm-hmm. And that's possible. That's possible. They, there might be something in story. That somehow maybe she saves one of the kids or something. Who knows? Uh, I, uh, um, uh, uh, Wiley's, uh, uh, Wiley's, uh, heart condition, uh, uh, it's getting a little worse, uh, and, uh, we need some <laughs> bone marrow, uh, uh, there you uh, go. and, uh, nobody's a match, uh, and we're hoping Nina, uh, 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 that maybe you can go get tested, uh, uh, that's my Michael. I know. Chad Duell just got married this past weekend. <laughs> Dressed like a demon. Did he? <laughs> I haven't seen any photos. Oh, oh yeah, he got he got he had a total Halloween 
uh, oh, he had wedding. a Halloween wedding? Yeah, he, he was wearing, I, like, I, a, I, a, a double red suit, and his wife was wearing, like, a vampirous red dress, and, and, the, and, and the people oh, up on the stage were all, like, pale-faced vampire-type thing. It's very strange. But very hey, strange. Halloween, Halloween, um, and Halloween weddings are, are, are becoming a big thing now in the United States of America. Oh, it's trendy right it's now. It's very trendy. Okay. Well, guys, I tell you what, I don't recommend it. Not for the Halloween theme. I say whatever on whatever your theme is. Who cares? Um, this is what I, this, my wedding anniversary is November 1st. Mm-hmm. Okay. The day after Halloween. Do you think my husband and I got to go anywhere for a while on our anniversary? No. Because we got married. We got married right butt against Halloween. When we separated from our children. So I don't recommend it. You don't <laughs> think about that until it's a problem. Until it's like, oh, well, oh. You know? I mean, you, you can celebrate that. your anniversary any time of the year. It doesn't have to be the day that you got married. Of course not, but it just feels. I mean, I understand. I, I just understand. like it. I understand. Come on. I, I live with somebody who his birthday is this month, and um, I, I offered a, a concert ticket for something that was happening in January or February, and his response was, "Well, that's not on my birthday." <laughs> so I understand. Sometimes the day is very important. Um. It's just, you know, you you want to go away for a couple of days. I maybe, understand. I get it. I get it. You want a weekend. You want a weekend. But November 1st, day after Halloween, you can't go off Halloween weekend. Go and, and, and enjoy. I get it. So that is the reason why I, I don't. Well, now that you are um, of an age in which you don't have to do anything for anybody any longer, you can go and have your weeks, your weekends, you can go tour the United States for six months, go find all of the classic shooting locations in New York, or I guess Los Angeles, um, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the harbor that, that Robert Scorpio was almost blown up on in 1987, you know, you can go to that. I could. Hey, speaking yeah. of Robert... Robert, I like him being in Crete, and I love the I love the little um, the scene where he and Anna have their their guns drawn and they're coming around the corner, and it was so. I mean, you can see them do that almost exactly verbatim forty years ago. <laughs> A little Anna and Robert adventure in which they yeah. boom, 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 shoot, shoot, yeah. shoot, and miss yeah, very, everybody. They always very miss. nostalgic. Very always for, for Robert and Anna to be good together. Okay, uh, Robert and and uh, and and um, Victor, Robert and Victor, <laughs> scene partners, <laughs> top notch, top notch. Yeah. Just the goofy things that they say to each other, the yeah. little jibs and jabs that they that they provide. Um, and also, I just love that. Just Victor is so smarmy and understands the justice <laughs> system smarmy. so too well he understands it too well he is he's as smarmy as he is smart and he is smart <laughs> we're not working together every once in a while i would give him money resources ideas but no not working together <laughs> now i gave you something out of the kindness of my heart <laughs> and i'm looking for full blanket immunity they leave him as a villain as a villain for a little while oh and, he's got to stay a like, villain oh i well i yeah i just want victor to stay for a little yeah, while. yeah no, I, usually I, I, usually <laughs> his his uh, appearances on general hospital he's not on for more than a like a year maybe I, I he's gonna have to be taken out by somebody more dangerous <laughs> I have no idea, um, but, but but adding Victor Cassidyne onto the whole drama is great, especially when he and his boy Valentine are going to try to get Windermere back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have been untouched by all of the horrible things that I've done over the last several ten years, it seems. <laughs> but now that I am armed with my boy, my son Valentine, we're going to take Nicholas down, especially since he has no love for his own son. He's not a real Cassidyne, is he? No. No, indeed. Hey, mm. but he has alluded to another level above him. Hmm. Victor has, hasn't he? I suppose. 
But it's I don't know. It's hard to tell because Victor knows how to dance super good. Yeah, but I think there's another layer. Hmm. Yeah. Well, who could be above the, the, the Cassidy? I don't though. know. It's got to be some miracle juice. You know, they they wake up they wake up Cassidy's from the dead all the damn time. We just got we got to keep an eye on Jacob Young's <laughs> career. Okay, if Jacob Young leaves Young and the Restless or whatever he's on, Bold and the Beautiful, that means he might be coming back to play J.R. Chandler on, on General <laughs> Hospital. That, 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 I mean, it, it, it's 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 logical. <laughs> I tell you, if there was a petition to sign for um, David Hayward to be a character on General Hospital, I'd surely sign. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh no, for sure, for sure. I mean, we really got to see how this how this uh, Pine Valley uh, primetime show continues I to develop. I don't know. I can, I can look up it, a little bit of know, news. Is see it if in there's any production or or did it fall flat or something? I don't know. Maybe I haven't heard in a while. Let me see if there's anything new on the old. News app, huh? Do do do. Pine Valley still in contention at ABC despite lack of information. <laughs> hmm. It's still very much alive. It's just, Sitting I don't there. know. They're they're still working on it. They're still they're still developing it. Developing it, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, uh, let they it let it loose it, huh? early on to see what the general gut wrench fan reaction to the idea is, and then go from there makes sense it's a pretty good way to, to get some quick market research on the internet to be like hey we're thinking of bringing back uh pine valley prime time and then people go people start theorizing i'd love to see this oh i hope they get that i hope they do this i hope they do that and then they can take all you know the, the best of all of that or the things that get the most traction and try to work that into the show to sell it that makes sense hmm, we'll see well, that's how I would do it, at least. Just how much buzz it would get, and then yeah. that's the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see what the original reaction is. See what people are theorizing about, and go from there. You know, that way you can get your baseline for people's expectations, and you can either meet them or destroy them or subvert well, them. They, they alluded to a couple of families. They said something about the Canes. Yeah. And they said something about the Santos. Yeah, it was something about um, I, uh, it, the, the the basic plot synopsis, or at least the basic idea. For it would have been um, some new person comes to Pine Valley, and that would be the audience's perspective, is this new person the lead of the show. Coming mm -hmm. into Pine Valley and getting involved in a feud between the Kane and the Santos family. Whatever mm -hmm. that feud may be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because Haley was a Chandler, was... right? She's a Chandler, Mary. But married into into the um, Santos. The Santos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Well, it's a different and then show. and the Canes would be Erica and Bianca and Kendall and Miranda. And well, Miranda. Miranda Montgomery, but yeah. 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 Oh, that would be so fun. Oh goodness. But no. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Doctor David Hayward would be perfect, but um, he's not there. Um, now, now, okay, so there, there's still a lot of questions about Crete, though, okay? Um, because we, we did hear, like, the, the screaming woman. Yes. Who's that? Yeah. We, we don't know. We still don't we know. We don't know. There could still be some secret person on that island. There could be. There could be. There, should, there could be some other stuff going on. Where, where's Obrit? Where'd they put her? I don't know. And it's not Hayden. Or, yeah, no, it wouldn't be Hayden. If they had Hayden... Somebody who was connected to Hayden would be on the island. Mm -hmm. You know? Because why is Jason going to find Hayden? That's that's weird. Mm -hmm. hmm. Doesn't Drew have some history with Hayden? Uh, didn't she know that he wasn't actually John Doe or whatever and knew he was Jason and kept the secret with Elizabeth or some crap? Yeah, something like that. New first, of course. Right, right. She like almost made. I don't know. I don't. I can't quite split Hayden and Elizabeth apart from those years. Oh, Hayden was the one that showed up to town with him. With Drew, mm. saying that they were married. Gotcha. I'm Jake Doe. from the very gift. There we go. There we go. So yeah, there is some sort of connection. Short -term I don't right know. There. Well, I didn't it's even see those too episodes. Many years so of watching all that. It's been so on for so long. It's been on yes. for so long. And so for all of these nerdy, nerdy, nerdy fans who are like, how come GH doesn't know his own history? 
listen, you don't know the whole history either, okay? This show's been and, on too long for you to remember every single thing that happened. And, and you know, I've, I've had opinions over the years as I watched it, but I am the kind of fan that just, just digest what you give me. Yeah. And I don't simmer in it very long. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think the most I get is a well, they could have done that better, <laughs> or gosh, they didn't have the budget for what they wanted to do, did they? <laughs> so, you know, where you are uh, more of a thoughtful watcher, I try to pull it apart and figure out what they're trying to tell us. Um, it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't look on paper. What they're doing right now is compelling and it's interesting. It's great. It's, and it's wonderful in practice. It's not being pulled off as great as it could be, mm-hmm. but on paper, this whole Jason and Carly love each other and Sonny was dead, but then it comes back. And now the three of them have to figure out how they're going to move on. while Jason's completely being pushed out of this new life that he was trying to get. Well, maybe he can grab his old one to rip, but no, that one's pretty much over. And Sam has moved on. Where's Jason? Jason's in nothing. Jason has nothing. Jason doesn't have the life he was growing into. Jason doesn't have the life that he had before. All he has is being stuck in the mud and being the best friend of these two people that don't really want to be together because these other two people want to be together. Like on paper, that's really, really, really interesting. That's giving me brain damage, all that. Well, just, just <laughs> listen, man. Remember when there were two Jasons? Oh, my God. I do remember there was two Jasons. It wasn't that long ago. So, I mean, that, that's enough to make your, melt, your brain melt, too. Um, so, on paper, it's I'm interesting. Sh- I'm sure, though, I'm sure that the new Drew, um, Cameron Matheson, when he comes to Port Charles and he becomes a character on Port Charles and, you know, he doesn't have bruises, and he's not all dirty, and uh, he had a shirt on, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, um, I'm sure his character is going to be very, very different than what we saw with Billy Miller. Oh, oh yeah, 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 because I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not getting the sense that he is um, Jason in that head anymore. I believe that Drew has completely resurfaced. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. We're going to have to see what happens because there's a lot about Drew's life that we don't know about as well. So there's lots of uh, new and interesting drama that he can bring into the fold. Yes. And I guess Spencer was going to go to jail, but then now, well, he went to he's jail. been bailed. Well, he's being bailed he's out by bailed Kevin out. and he, did have, he went to jail for one night. So, But he does he's have bailed. a court date coming because he said, I didn't do this. Yeah. And even Esme was like, uh. Yeah. Okay, so you said you're not going to do this, which means they're going to find out that I did this, and we don't want that. Right? Right. Right? Yeah. Everybody was telling him to cave to uh, Ava and Mm -hmm. his dad. And um, I think he should have, too. (sighs) But, and I think what he's going to, Kevin, what Kevin's going to tell him is he's now he's going to have to go live with Kevin. And you owe me 600 bucks a month, so you better go get a job at Kelly's. Go get a job. <laughs> he told him he had to go get a job. And so, you know, I think Kevin and Laura, especially Laura, when she comes back, is going to make him eat a big serving of humble pie. Yeah, it's going uh, to be fun having Cameron teach him how to bust tables. And I think they're going to tell him, you can come, but it's me. He's not invited. Uh, I see that happening too. And then she's gonna have to she's gonna have to show her hand a little bit after that because you know she got something in her hand. Yeah, yeah, I just I'm gonna have to go live with with, I gotta go live with with, with Scotty Baldwin or something. (laughs) I gotta convince him to pick up my phone call. So she's gonna, you know, maybe she'll maybe she'll um uh, actually say what her Collins connection is. Uh, guys, she... we're going to have to start getting to that point, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Kevin, you can't have me. Don't you know? I'm I'm your niece. Mm-hmm. You don't recognize your brother in my eyes. <laughs> or yourself, because they're identical twins. <laughs> oh, 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 you know what that voice made me think of? That voice made me think of Willow, okay? And you know what I saw this week from Willow that I haven't seen before? A little bit of a backbone. A little bit. Hmm. 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 
Oh, I'm getting tired of holding my hands like this and speaking in such a way. Oh, I've been surrounded by so much drama over the last five years. Nothing ever seems to be easy anymore now that I've married into the Quartermains. Kill him. Take everything he's got. Protect the family and your money with all with all your might. Maybe Snow White is actually the evil queen. Maybe. The evil There's queen. Wouldn't that be something? All right. Willow makes a change. Willow makes a change. A little change of personality. All this money. This ease. This, well, we can just pay them off and never have a problem again now. Right, Michael? That is going to poison and toxify our poor, dear, innocent Willow. Up to the point where Harmony comes banging on that door going, listen, lady. I know what it's like <laughs> to be roped in by money and by people. Okay? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I Wouldn't that be fun? But this is, gonna go, this, you know? this is cracking um, Michael and Willow's relationship a little bit. Well, now that they're starting to, well, they're kind of on different sides of it. Because because yeah. Willow's like let's let's not bring Nina back into our lives. Let's just let's just keep her at a distance and leave it at that for now. Yeah. And Michael's like, Don't sure, babe. Sure, yeah. babe. No problem. And, and she, then he's going to go into and, the other room. And then and she had the same conversation with Carly as well. Mm -hmm. And then Carly said, "Listen, listen, Snow White, you innocent, <laughs> innocent, doe-eyed, naive little dumb woman. Things don't work <laughs> out." You can't just let bygones be bygones. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to get her. Yeah. And then Willow's like, oh, oh, but my poor Michael, he used to be so <laughs> nice. Uh, no, Michael's never nice. Never. Michael um, is a quarter bane. Oh my gosh, is Michael a quarter sure bane? showing it that well, this week, that's for certain. <laughs> Brooklyn was pretty proud of herself too, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So when when Austin <laughs> was signing the document, so so you know Brooklyn. Oh, he he told me that that he thinks he thinks he thinks Leo's autistic. So ha ha, hippa hippa mm -hmm. hippa hippa. Which just goes to show that anytime on the show hippa is broken, people just aren't reporting it. But that's all. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. When she, when 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 somebody goes up to Detective Chase and they're like, hey, yeah, we got somebody here who blah 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> It's just Chase isn't going to the chief of staff saying, hey, I got some information from one of your doctors they shouldn't have said. Yeah. So, hmm. um, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, he, 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 he signed off. He signed away the the, the he legal did. battle. He signed he it away. He did. He was like, you know what? I'm not a court of main. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Now that I've thought about it, I don't want to be one of you people. No. This is this never terrible. about me. This was about my dad. And I don't want it to ruin me. Yeah, and I certainly don't want to be you. And I don't want to That's be you. That's basically what no. he said. But then he also left the house going, hey, by the way, this isn't over. Bye. Yeah. You guys, he's going to come up with some new idea, too. I mean, it's not going to be about the, the legal thing unless Scotty's like, listen, I need the money. <laughs> I just spent a bunch of it trying no, to find my strudel. Else. He's going to come up with something else because he's he has shown that, you know, by setting up Chase and, and taking advantage of Chase to go looking around and stuff, we've already know that he will do underhanded things. I don't know. It's hard so for me to say is underhanded. That one's harder for me to call underhanded. He found an ally in the house that was willing to go into a room that he was perfectly allowed to go into. If Chase had to break into something or get a crowbar to break open a desk drawer or something, yeah. What what Chase, well, what, looking around is what the, not the crime. The crime is taking the actual piece of paper. Well, here's the thing. I don't know. Uh, this, this, this is this is where the real world and the uh, the fake world of Port Charles kind of blend together. Because <laughs> um, when you when you're at a legal thing, um, it's you're not allowed to keep documentation from the person that's suing you that would help their case. Hmm. You know, if if the courts had uh, evidence and due process, due cause to um, subpoena a document that they think exists in Edward's office, and they say, "Oh no, that doesn't exist at all. He never wrote anything like that." And then mm -hmm. they find out that a document like that does exist mm -hmm. would be really damaging to the Quartermain's half of this in the real world. It's true. So I don't, I don't know. Well, 
Yeah, like he said, though, it's not over. He's going to come back. No, he's going to. Well, I mean, he what it was 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 they they pretty much um, Austin was going at this from from an honorable, honest side of things, like very basic. Just put my dad's name in the will. Just legitimize him as a quarter main. The end. That's all I want. I don't care about anything else. And now they pretty much took that. Now he's going to have to be evil, Austin. Exactly what's going to happen? I think Austin's going to say. I think Austin, within his own mind, you know, he's very he he's very black and white in his own mind. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, he's going to think took the high road, didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. I don't want to be a quartermain. I want to be a Gatlin Holt, but I will yeah. do quartermain actions against you for all I yeah, can. Exactly. It's just like I won't be a quartermain, but you're gonna. You think I should go after I'm done with you? Maybe you're gonna wish I was. Yeah, and Maxie had a lot to do with his decision. Oh, and Maxie and Austin are gonna be together. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yep. And I think eventually, and I do think um, Peter's gonna be dead soon. Probably. Next time he comes back into town, maybe. Um, but before we, we, we finish off with the quarter... Oh, my gosh. We're 55 minutes into this thing. My goodness. Um, <laughs> before we jump off the quarter, it's completely, though. Um, 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 I don't know. I had a thought, but now it's gone. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Austin, um, this isn't over. Because Austin knows that Bailey is Louise. I think he He's known that the whole time. He's just kept it under his hat because he's not a bad person. So, I think so too. Yeah. So, since Brooklyn ruined or ruined his chance to legitimize his father and threatened his career, Austin okay. gets to turn around and just completely destroy this fake life that Brooklyn has created for herself. He sure could. But maybe he won't because he does seem to. No, I think he's sweet on Maxie. Yeah. Yeah, Maxie's sweet on him. So, maybe he won't. Yeah, well, they seem to like each other a little bit. That's for sure. I don't know what Spinelli's going to have to say about that, though. No. And did Ellie... We saw Spinelli for a minute. And did... I was hoping that he would show up in Crete with Jason and, and Brett, but... I mean, it, it does raise the question of where's Georgie? Yeah. If Spinelli's still taking care of Georgie, then he can't run off to Crete also. And now that he Maybe lives in George Port Charles, still in Texas. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. But now that he lives in Port Charles again, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Maxie lives in Port Charles, they're gonna have to figure out this whole custody thing. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless Georgie liked Ellie more. And Ellie and Spinelli are broken up now. So. Yeah, they're done. They're done. Those they're done. Skis. Yeah. They brought back Spinelli, but had no interest in keeping the Ellie character because the Ellie character was Spinelli's exit. Yes, she was. You know. So I want them to give, like I, we've said this so many times, give give Spinelli a, a good storyline. Maybe his dad him. is also Curtis's dad. Oh my! <laughs> that lurking dude's got to be Curtis's dad. He showed up when they were talking about Curtis's dad and the history of it, and well, he yeah. slinked off for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. Type of deal. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I and, think... then, and then he and then he went to the club and snuck around the club and they would just kind of hustled off. And then he went to the hospital and faked a tummy ache or whatever. We right. could spend a little time with TJ. Because Curtis and his brother, um, not Sean. Uh, Thomas. Thomas. Because Curtis and Thomas um, were, were fully blood-related brothers. Yes. So, yes. so Curtis's dad is also Thomas's dad. So Curtis's dad would be interested in not only what Curtis is up to currently, but what his grandson is up to currently. But yes. he does seem to have an extra interest in Curtis above everybody else. Yes. But why? It's probably his father. It's probably his father. Yeah. And Curtis maybe knows something more about it than he's let on. Curtis was responsible for his departure in some way. Maybe. But he's pretty little, right? He was pretty little. But if Curtis did something to drive his dad away, even as a little six-year-old kid, maybe, you know, six-year-olds don't know what they say. 
You know, maybe yes. he picked up on something and said something that was like really eye-opening or hurtful to his dad about his life. And look at this mm-hmm. six-year-old kid giving me a perspective. Clearly, I'm doing a really bad job of this if my son realizes that I am uh, uh, no good heroin junkie. I don't know what was going on, I can't say. Right. Um, and so something like that can make him scamper off. And my brain, the way that it is, makes me go, how does this help Curtis with other characters in General Hospital? It could be very far-fetched. It could be very it far-fetched. Could, it could be very far-fetched. I'll tell you what. What? They spent a lot of time this week with Curtis with explaining Aunt Stella a lot. Mm-hmm. Aunt Stella, Aunt Stella, Aunt Stella, Aunt Stella. Is actually his mom. Is actually his mother. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Is actually his mother. Well, perhaps. Perhaps, perhaps. That would be fun. That would be interesting. It would be a change of things, you know. While all of these parental histories are coming out, Portia and might as well tell Aunt... Curtis that he's actually Trina's dad. Yeah. And then when Aunt St- if Aunt Stella comes in town and she happens to see lurking Curtis's daddy. Oh, my. He said, we'll see how she reacts. She's not going to react well regardless. No. No. But if he's actually... Curtis, if she's actually Curtis's mother, her reaction will be very big. That would be really interesting. It's not what I had thought of at all, so that would not be that might be really fun. But I was thinking that it could really help Curtis and Cyrus bond. Curtis and Cyrus. Yeah, because Cyrus accidentally killed his dad when he was a kid. Ran him over. And Curtis potentially accidentally made his father run off and abandon the family. Very similar. We made poor choices as young people. Uh-huh. And we've lost our fathers and now we can bond over it. I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, six mm-hmm. months down the line on the whiteboard. How can we connect these two characters together? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I like that, though. I like Stella actually being Curtis's mom. Um, that is a lot of fake and parents. And that really, really, um, that really, really explains why she would completely abandon her life. For those two boys. Uh, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Um, we're going to have to see how all of that plays out over the next couple of weeks. I don't know what to think of that. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> gosh, it's just, what it, I don't know what it is with the Ashfords then when it comes to not being able to tell your kids who, you're, who their parents actually are. I know. Every single TJ, one of them finds out. Portia, when not Portia, uh, Trina. Um, yes. You know, possibly Curtis. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then Thomas yeah. isn't even TJ's actual dad. No. Sean, Sean is. Sean is. So TJ isn't even truly really an Ashford. No, he isn't. Mm. He's a butler. He is. He is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wild. Wild. I don't know. We're going to have to see what happens. But that doesn't... But Grandpa, lurking Grandpa could very well not know that. Right, right, right. Because all that stuff came out while he was away. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the last few years. I don't know. How interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to have to let the uh, the stories continue to play out. They are at an Mm -hmm. interesting little position right now. Things are continuing to heat up and get interesting. So I'm just, again, I'm just looking forward to the next domino drop. Curtis and Portia really like each other right now. Oh, yeah, Jordan's not in the way. And, yeah. And that red dress looks so pretty. She's trying to impress him. She looks the so man pretty. with the diamond earrings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, well, you know, this is a comfortable place to be in. I, re- I really like the Savoy. You know, they got some tunes. You know, Nika's a great bartender. Like, she's really, really good at just being like, hey, Nika, get me this. Hey, Nika, go talk to that. Oh, I think they ought to give Nika a, oh. a little story, too. I what, do. Um, what they call this character in the biz. Okay, I don't know. I'm making stuff up. But I've, I've heard of the term emerging character. It's a character that you put in early on that's in the background and might have something to do or something to say every once in a while. As you're getting people used to their face, their voice, their characterization, all that. And you go, oh, Nika. I like Nika. Nika the bartender at the Savoy. Nika's interesting. Nika's interesting. I like Nika. I want to know more about Nika. And then, mm-hmm. boom, you do. But you're already subtly invested in the character from the little bit that she's done. 
That way it's mm-hmm. not just this fresh face that they're throwing at you on the screen that they're expecting you to suddenly be invested in. So when Cyrus comes in and takes over the bar and holds people at gunpoint, you're going to be especially worried for Nika. And maybe that's going to be her, her big emerging story where she knows Kung Fu or something and saves the day. I, I can't say. <laughs> but that, I, I feel like that's what they're doing. Um, they're, they're establishing Nika as a presence in Port Charles at the Savoy that we get to learn more about when something pops off. And they used her in that whole conversation yeah. with the grandpa... Grandpa possibly curses. <laughs> you know, Papa Ashford, <laughs> we'll call him for now. Papa Ashford. So, yeah. yeah. But I like the Savoy, you know. Nika's a great bartender. The, uh, the I wish music's it was just, good. It doesn't seem, it does not seem nightclubbish to me. No, not really. But whatever. Not yeah. for now. Not for now. But, we're but just... Well, they talk about having music acts and stuff, but they just never show that. Yeah, they just get the wonders out there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Doing that thing you do, breaking <laughs> my heart into a million pieces. I don't think that's quite the vibe for the Savoy. I don't think it is either. Like you always do, and you. So, um, uh, in conclusion, I'm going to be doing more James Lett Jr. Um, JLJ media dramas. So if you caught Fairview Heights, thank you so much. Keep listening for Mistletoe Road, a Christmas-themed holiday drama that i'll be participating in yay so listen up for that and then uh i'm gonna post this up right now it is saturday at 12 or sunday at 12 Sunday 12. i'm gonna post this right now and if you listen to it before four o'clock pacific standard time check us out on jlj's uh gh spotlight that we're doing tonight as yeah. well we're gonna do that today as well yeah so you know if you listen to us before you listen to that Go do it. And if you listen to this after that, it's all right. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. We're going to stay in the Savoy until it's time to go do our next pod. You know? Okay. We're just going to... We're going to... Awesome. Drink dirty martinis and dance. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a great idea. Yeah. So, um, everybody else, though, Sit get... on that every... very uncomfort, uncomfortable <laughs> furniture. Everybody else, hours. though, get on out. <laughs> this is a private party for two. <laughs> all right, we got to get it all set up for the party to come right on back in. So go ahead and get yourself some lettuce wraps. Go ahead and feed yourself some lunch. Maybe make a PB and J for your kid. I don't know. Spend a little bit That's of time a good with your idea, families. Man, I'm hungry. Spend a little bit of time with your families, then turn right back around, abandon them, come right back to us, <laughs> and we'll catch you right here next time on the tenth floor. <gasps> Bye, guys. I've been Matt. She's been Cat. I don't know what I'm doing. Goodbye. Bye.